This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is August 19th, 2019, and we are rolling full speed in the football season. And of course, to go to football season, we got to do a preview. And for all our faithful listeners who know, know that we do a preview either. Lately, we've been doing either Lemonade style or Steakhouse style. And this year, we said Calhoun is on with me that we're going to do a Lemonade style, right? That's right. Let's get it. So for everybody who's a frequent listener, thank you for listening. How it works is just like a limitator, like how Chris Tucker, you can picture Chris Tucker and Rush Hour. They just open the door and all the women with them. And like basically you whittle down, you just basically play a limitate. You get rid of the ones and, you know, the further down you get, the harder it gets until you get to, you know, who you think is going to be the best team. And we're going to start with all 32 teams. Some teams we may spend five seconds on, some teams we may spend five minutes on. So, you know, of course the, of course, however long we spend on your team kind of determines what we think of your team, right? So, with all that being said, let's go ahead. Well, before we get to that, let's do some house cleaning. Check out the Patreon. We got plenty of good content in Patreon. We have some NFL stuff, some non-NFL stuff, non-sports stuff on the Patreon site. So, just check out our Patreon. And we have, you know, any support is well appreciated and very much appreciated. Um, anything else you want to say about Patreon, Calhoun, before we get started? And now subscribe and possibly join the, the crew. Yep. We look forward to having you. That's other hospitality. We welcome you into the fire. Yep. All right. So let's go on and get started. So, like I said, for everybody who's been a faithful listener of the podcast, you know how this works. We start the 32 teams. We'll our way down till we get to a best team. And we may disagree somewhere, but we're going to play basically convince each other where people go. So let's go on and start. And, you know, it's 32 teams. I could just go and start crossing off basically all of the NFC East minus the Patriots, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets. You can add um, the Raiders to it. Those teams. Hold on. Get- hold on. You're going a little too quick here. Because I don't think the Jets would just be like, like they used to be. Uh, I like some of the moves they've done. I like that boy they drafted number three. He just went through the Falcons the other day as we watched uh, Quinn Williams. I like that pick. I like to pick up a Le'Veon Bill. Let's see what that does. And they got a second-year guy. Donald wasn't all that bad, but he just wasn't all that good. So we'll see what he ends up being. I think one of the constant, somebody who else is going to be down there is Arizona Cardinals. I think they're going to be right back to nowhere. Have you been seeing that kid lately? Well, I mean, he looked like a five nine kid trying to play quarterback. Exactly. So, like, it's new. They got a losing coach at, at taking the helm, as they were talking about. Kings Kingsbury ain't been doing ain't shit. They still ain't got enough skilled players. Their their offensive line is still trash. I guess it's Doom City out there. So yeah. I think so the Cardinals gonna be nothing. So I say the Cardinals. I think so. 
take out the Jets, like you said, the Cardinals, the Dolphins, and the Bills. The, all three of these kids got all three of these teams got suspect quarterback play, right? So this is why they're going to be shitty in our mind, right? So we can start with. Well, that. not just the quarterback play for me; it's just all around team. Their team ain't no good, and their quarterback it's quarterback and coach. I mean, neither neither is tendered very long. So I think those where you start at the bottom, and then you get to like. You know, how, how much do you trust in San Francisco? I'm not a big Jimmy. I trust in Kyle Shanahan more than Jimmy G. And you can go Jimmy ahead. Nah, he's playing tonight. I'm looking at Jimmy G. Now nah, he's playing tonight in the preseason game. Boy, he looked like trash. I know they were talking about he threw those five straight interceptions in practice. Nobody counted that, but he pretty much was throwing that motherfucker like that in the game. So I, I don't know if this just preseason or working some kinks out, but. Well, he might be that fool's goal. Now, again, we don't know as early to tell, but he don't look that reassuring out there. Then that leads you to like teams like Oakland. I think Oakland would be better though. Why do you? Why do you think Oakland would be better? They want to say, and of course they got Hellman Gate going on. They got a pure diva right there, somebody who's been a real bitch in Antonio Brown, and he has really got his panties in the water, and he's on this period. But when it's all said and done, when it's time to go play football, the kid is still one of the best in the league at what he does, and is a game changer. So I think that makes a difference. And if they draft this anything like it could have been, I mean, if that. If they may work some stuff, I think they'll be in the next tier. I don't think they'll be as bad. I think right now Tampa Bay will be another one of those teams not to look out for. I don't think they're going to be shit. The Giants. Giants is trash. And you went and got rid of your best player. Well, second best player. I could say Corn your best player. No, but your line ain't shit. QB play ain't shit. I don't think they're going to be shit. Detroit Lions. I mean, stay in that same division. You need to put the Redskins in there because – you know, Haskins ain't ready. Jay Gruden should have been fired two years ago. So, like, some of these teams, like, you really can cross them out and really have nothing to say about them. But I want to circle back to the Giants and to Antonio Brown. Is Antonio Brown worth all this? Yes. I disagree. Uh, has, he been a, has he played in the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I don't no, think he played in the Super Bowl. Man, man, he was trying to new Wallace kid. He just wasn't as big as he is now. So I don't know if he did or didn't. Yeah, so like, why am I giving a fuck about Anthony Davis? Honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this hoopla. Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, excuse me. I got my sports is mixed up. Why do I give a fuck about Antonio Brown? All this hoopla for somebody who, you know, whatever you think of him is what you think of him. Yeah, he a good player. But again, he don't determine where we he don't determine anything long term. So, like, will he make the Raiders a better team? Probably because they just didn't have anything at wide receiver. Will he make them a title team? No. So, like, man, he's causing some type of commotion every fucking day. That shit is, I'm tired of seeing his name on stuff. I don't even care about the Raiders. Like, I'm tired of him. Go ahead. I think one of the biggest things with you is you devalue that position so much. I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. You make a lot of sense and just the weight of you don't you have very little value for the wide receiver position in totality anyway. So it doesn't matter if a, if it's a great wide receiver 
and he ain't convinced you, you're going to be pissed about that anyway. Well, I mean, so let's go back to the Super Bowl winners, the Patriots. They don't really have a name receiver. The Seahawks. Well, I, mean, I understand. We don't have to go down that road. I understand what you're saying, but I'm, but still, I'm, I'm looking at a great player as a great player, regardless of position. So, okay. He is a player. I agree with that. A great player is a great player, but is he worth what he's doing? Is his greatness worth it? Yes. He's, the prob- yeah. he's probably the biggest distraction in football in the past five years. Uh, no, I disagree with that. But Besides Kaepernick. Oh, he's the biggest on the field distraction in five years. Well, I disagree with that, too. I mean, the kid don't make no noise. He only did like two or three things. One, he did the whole going live while he was in the locker room while, while Tom was doing his speech. That's um, ultimate in disrespect. He hasn't done no shit like what he doing now. Like, this helmet shit is, I don't know what this is. I don't think he wanted to be in training camp, and I think this is a way of getting out of training camp. He don't fucked up his feet on purpose. What if this is all a plan? He fucked up his feet a little bit, and he complained about the helmet, and now he you are week three of training camp almost of the season. I think he's doing this on purpose. He don't feel like going to camp. But that's your job. So, like, I'm, this, I guess this is why I'm confused and this is why I don't agree with it. All your job is is to go to camp and catch football. Like, again, like, and I'm sure if he talked to them, they'll do him like Julio. Hey, he's our prize pick. We want him, as long as he come to practice, as long as he gets some rhythm, they'll work their rhythm in. So, like, again, if you're going to be, I don't really know how to say what I want to say. If you're going to be a diva, the team can work with you and make you and be a diva. Like he don't have to do all this to get. If he tries, he can't because the team ain't gonna say you can't. You have to come to training camp. So let's do this. You're out right here going in your job. You the main nigga around right here that'll ease your way out of goddamn going to the office anytime you can. And you'll be like, I don't have to go. It's something I can do at home. He don't have to go. I've been in the league at fucking nine years. I know how to run goddamn. It's but it's a way it to do matter. it. So like everything else, going back to the job, it's a way of doing it. So it's one of them things I can say, hey, I'm way more productive doing non-business. I was then doing business. I get bogged down with emails. I get bogged down with people bothering me. So you don't get full eight hours out of work with me. I spent half of those eight hours either in meetings or answering somebody else's emails or something else. So if you want eight hours worth of work, let me work non-traditional hours or let me work from home where I can filter some of that stuff out. Yeah, but you already know that's not how football works. Um, so for so him, it does. Good. To your point, it worked for Julio Jones. Big time players, like you said, to your point, talent gets rewarded. That's the world. He and you know, is his talent worth that why, type of reward? That's why they going about it. That's why they going about it this way. I mean, it's only one player I've ever seen to be like, I don't want us to go to training camp, and I'm not playing the preseason game, and the team say okay. And they'll go, that transcends time. That's when they, they're like on the, about to retire. That was Tony Gonzalez. Julio, they saying he's not playing in preseason game, but he's in count. You have to be in count. That's the collective bargaining. The only player they did that with was a last year player in Julio Jones. I mean, uh, and Tony Gonzalez and were like, listen, you ain't got to come to count, man. Just show up week before. You and Matt don't work before together and all that shit. It's simple way. Hey, what's going on? He don't want to go to count. So that's what he's doing. He's being a bitch about it. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. But when it's week one, and I saw him bitch catch nine catches for 110 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. And they lose it's 29 like to whatever. Then what? Who cares? I mean, I, the team ain't good. So that's a whole other discussion, which is why they're here. But the question is, is he worth the house? He's arguably 
He's top two, three in his position, and he's top 10, 15 in the league as far as players. Goddamn right he's worth the hassle. As long as he ain't beating up a bitch, and as long as he's not on dope, as long as he's not doing none of that shit, yeah, he's worth the hassle. I disagree. All right, well, that's why we disagree. But do you disagree that Oakland is still at the bottom of the heat? Oh, hell no. Nah. They square right square where they belong. Let's take that. That's all interesting. Let me ask you this. Because I would think that getting him is counterproductive to what they're trying to do. So from my understanding, they're trying to go into Las Vegas. Like, hey, look at us. Like, trying to win. So, like, if you, like, I would think Derek Carr, this is a chopping block year for Derek Carr. And I know we spend a whole bunch of time on the team we really don't give two else about. But exactly. I don't know how we got stuck on the goddamn Raiders. I guess it's an Antonio Brown show. He's exactly what you want for Las Vegas. He's bringing in the headline. He, he's making it. Let me tell you something, man. If he wasn't doing all this shit, you wouldn't be talking about the goddamn Raiders. You'll be talking about the same team they always talk about, the Patriots and Dallas, because they pull Dallas out of the ass at all times. You won't be talking about the Raiders. He is making the Raiders headline. Even more so than John Gruden. That, you're right about Derek Carr. That son of a bitch is on the shopping block. All right, so back we, we threw it the Raiders. So we put the Redskins all and the Giants in this list too, right? And the Lions. Oh. Any words on the Lions? What about Matthew Stafford? That motherfucker get it. Nobody talks about he be fucking up, do it? Nah, because he make it look so. He why you with Again, it go back to your bigger, stronger, faster thing. His, you see him throw one of the most prettiest bombs you've ever seen before in your life. Meanwhile, they just lost thirty-eight to seven. So I think that, that I think that his wild plays, his wild plays are way more than what he consistently is. And people always look at him for his wild plays and not who he really is. I think that they've done this. I think they've been one of those teams also who tried to shoot, give him stuff. They just don't draft well. A lot of what they do is they don't draft well. And it's always so some the, trying to shoot it out. So I think they did. And so this is a, they're talking about him right now. He's filed a new helmet grievance against the NFL. And Tony Brown really is giving what they were asking for. And is he so worth think, it? <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. This is Antonio Brown. Matthew Stafford is something. What scares me about the Falcons is what happened to two teams in our recent history. Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions. So, hell, we'll even go a little earlier and say that the Tony Romo, that Dallas Cowboys team, they had 13 Pro Bowlers go to the Pro Bowl, 13 Pro Bowlers on that one team. Those teams had so much talent. Remember that, 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 that team he had Detroit after that 0 16 team? With Megatron and Dominican Sue and Matthew Stafford and I mean they were stacked on that goddamn team. Nothing happened. Same thing with, with uh Cincinnati with Geno Atkins and Pat Man, AJ Green and was that, maybe what I said to Benson I was running with down? That might have been. It might have been the um running back. I can't remember the running back. And the dog them folk were loaded at that motherfucker. And nothing happened with Marvelous and them. That's what I don't want to happen to the Falcons. But with that being said, yeah, he they just up there just doing nothing in Detroit. Like Detroit is no hope for their fan base. There's nothing going on. So I you know, I always use the San Diego Chargers for the Falcons thing. Because they had the Falcons have had talent like the Chargers, nothing that has happened with these motherfuckers. I would put Detroit the Chargers as the, another thing. That Marty Schottenheimer charge. No, I mean man. just the whole Phillip Rivers run. He's had talent. 
they haven't done anything. And they the reason I say the Chargers mean to Phillip Rivers is they changed coaches. They've done everything they could for that. And he's he them haven't produced. And so they aren't in this level. They're just we're just talking about them. I, so to bring it back to Detroit, I think Detroit is a poor man's version of the Falcons and the Chargers. Meaning they try, but it, like at least the Falcons and the Chargers, the Falcons have had more success than the Chargers who've had, and both have had way more success than Detroit. But Detroit is kind of full. Your point is valid. I'm just saying they're a poor man, poor man version of what you're talking about. So. I agree. But we'll see. Because going back to let me go back to Oakland one time. Oakland had some hell of five draft picks. So we got to see what they end up doing with their draft picks. It was in the three, the first out of 27 picks, they had three of them. So if any of them pan out along with the free agent pickup, I mean, it could be, it could be a change of things. So we'll, we'll see. I agree with that. Now the next team, did we, we already said Tampa Bay side red, right? No, we ain't talking about Tampa Bay. I would think you had them higher than this. Like these are teams who have no fucking shot, essentially. Oh, San Diego, what shot Tampa Bay got with oh. the Falcons, with, <laughs> with Carolina, and with with uh, Drew Brees them and them. They ain't got so no you don't think Tampa Bay got a puncher's chance? You like they Bruce Aarons? You always run your mouth about Bruce Aarons. I love Bruce Aarons. And still got Jamie Winston, but you're right. We'll say them because we still got a team like Miami Dolphins. Did we talk about them Sproles yet? You said them first, didn't you? Yeah, we just throw them clean out. They got they ain't got a shot in hell to win this. All right, what about Green Bay? Green Bay got a shot up there. Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago, them. they got a shot. Well, I think all, I think actually all them teams are in the same too, and they're in that Tampa Bay too to me. Yeah, I agree. I got I got Green Bay less than them though. Less than I Tampa Bay. Tampa, no, I got them over Tampa Bay, but less than Chicago and Minnesota. All right, so we can go ahead and start with the. We talked about the Forty ers the Cardinals. We talked about the Bills. We talked about the Dolphins. We talked about the. Um, we didn't talk about the Bengals. I think the Bengals are square in this group too, and I think Andy Dolphins decent. I think he is what he is. The Bengals, I think they they are what they are, and like they probably are the best team in this. Ain't got a shit of a shot in hell to win anything. But I think they're the best of that group. I think it's criminal for our listeners that we haven't put them in none of the steakhouse tiers as we usually do. Usually we have our whole Mortons and our... But you know what? We'll keep it like this because none of them bastards have endorsed us yet, so fuck them. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, so I will put the Bengals in this group. They're the best that ain't got a shot in ch- a chance in hell group, right? You know what I'm saying? So. Okay, I agree. And then we'll go ahead and put Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Do you want to do Steakhouse style? We can stop it and make this Patreon only and do Steakhouse style. Again, we haven't been endorsed by none of them Steakhouse to be named, so fuck them. Alright, so again, out of that ain't got a shot in here group. Cincinnati is the best and everybody else is in that group who's in that group. So I think this second tier is uh, maybe. Like, uh, they may uh, they may make some noise, but they won't win. So long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I think he's in the maybe group. Well, so he's a probably in the above maybe. That's a puncher's chance group. You like, uh, maybe or whatever. So, like this, that tier of teams who like 
if they make the playoffs, it wouldn't shock you, but would you really think they would do anything? Like those previous tier teams we talked about, it would make it would shock you if they even made the playoffs. Like the Jameis teams and all them, it wouldn't shock you if they made the playoffs, but you know they're not gonna really do anything. So are we right are we at playoff teams now? No, no, just teams who if things break a hell of a lot of things break their way, they can make the playoffs. Like it had to be right. a lot of things breaking their way for them to make sense. So yeah, let's go ahead and let's are we gonna let's, are we gonna break down? Let's go ahead and do a little Denver. Denver, Denver. So these are teams who are their best is making the playoffs and losing the first round. That's their ceiling. So Denver's in this group, and this is pretty high for Denver. I actually probably would have snuck them in that previous group or whatever. But Joe Flacco. Outside of quarterback, they draft really well, so I can see that. You know, I can, I can, I can live with them in this group or whatever. So, it, I won't lose. That's them. another thing with Emmanuel Samuels. I like Joe Flacco being there, and they already got Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. They got Pat Philip Lindsay who came in. I think they got a, they got a, they got a good shot at this thing. They got a nice roster. So yeah, I think that. They're always decent, right? So, like, they want, like, I remember, was it last year, the year before last, where they, like, they never had, like, they only had five losing seasons in their whole tenure or whatever. thought it was very impressive until, like, recently. It was last year. They may have had, like, three or four or five losing seasons in the whole time, which I thought was very impressive. But, again, Joe Flacco, he's at the end of his career, which is interesting because Matt Ryan has outlasted him, even though he's gotten to the high, even though he's probably done, he's done something Matt Ryan hasn't done yet. It's interesting. There used to be a comparison, but now there's no comparison between the two. So, yeah. I think the Titans are similar. The t- Mario to James Winston in this group for different reasons, right? Like, they they both are quarterbacks who got they got their fifth-year option picked up, and this is a prove-it-or-else season for both of them. Their best is first-round exit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and Mario has done it before because of his division so shitty. Jameis unfortunately plays in a decent division, so he won't be able to get he won't have that luxury or whatever. So let me ask you this. Who's the best between those two? Oh, it's by far to me, James Winston. I agree with that. Marcus Mariota sucks. He sucks. Yeah, he's he's the best thing about him is he's in the shitty division. Well, his and his team. So they defense and run the ball, so it, they don't expose him too much. But whenever he is in his hand, like Marcus Mariota is, is a backup at best. He's almost like Mark Sanchez. He's not good. I know you said you wanted to hold off on the Jets. Are the Jets in this group? I thought we already put them somewhere. Hell no, nah, they lower than this. Jets ain't they goddamn good. They ain't even good at it as uh, they're not as good as so far as uh, Jamin Winston them and Cincinnati Bengals them. They ain't that good. Yeah, so they. <laughs> They kept that in the trade, but they ain't. Listen, they garbage. They ain't trade. We got to see what they do. Hell no. Nah. Alright. Who else can you think of is in this? The best they can be is a first round exit team. Steelers. Oh wow! You if I, hold on. Let's stop right there because you've been a Steelers fan for a long, long time on the low. Man, let me tell you something. They're trending down. I don't believe in Rossesburg, and now they don't have the killer bees no more. J.J. Smith-Schuster, I think he's going to be straight, but he ain't Antonio Brown. And him and Antonio Brown is good. But now who you going to have to be the second? And then on top of that, I think James Conner's straight, but he's not Le'Veon Bell. So I think that so this think is where we're going to disagree. 
I think Jane, I think Le'Veon, I think, again, I think Le'Veon Bell's overrated. I think that, I think that you can get 80% of Le'Veon Bell with James Conn. Actually, out of that Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell conversation, I think, I think Antonio Brown is better at his position than Le'Veon Bell is at his position. I mean, I agree with that. Well, I don't know. Because when Le'Veon Bell was here, he was the best or second best wide I mean, running back in the game. Yeah, but they weren't doing nothing. They weren't doing no, nothing with him that they couldn't do without him. Huh? I don't know. Well, oh, if you don't take the Steelers, okay, let's play some of the Steelers. What you feel about the Texans? That's what I'm going to say. This group. The Browns are still hype this goddamn year. It's hard to read them. So let's take the Steelers and the Browns and save them for later. I do think the Browns can do more than the first round. But I think this is squaring the tight Texans. I think this is squaring the Texans thing. What do you think of Deshaun Watson? Hold on. Before we even get to the Texans, my bad. What about the Jaguars? The mother, motherfucker were trying last year. Nick Foles, man. How much do you believe? I don't believe in Nick Foles. Nick Foles don't have his team before. He was trash. Nicky Foles. No, I'm just playing with you. All our listeners, go back and look listen to our quarterback steakhouse comparison 2.0. We spent an inordinate an inordinate time on Nick Foles, and there's a reason because I think he was the MVP. Well, yeah, he was the second MVP of the Philadelphia Eagles team. And one of my things was I think everybody in that building should ask the question: Who should you keep? Fill the rivers of Carson. Well, now we ain't gotta have that. We ain't gotta have that discussion no more. So now he has his own. No, team. no. So this it's gonna lead to the point I'm making. So you're completely right. They deserve to be in here because the magic in the Nick Foles magic was actually Doug Peterson. Nick Foles was the That's dummy. The magic right Nick Foles was was the dummy. Peterson was the ventriloquist. So that's you know what I'm saying. So like this is is Nick Foles better than um Blake Brothers? Absolutely. Will he make yeah. the team better? Yes. Can that be? I can't see them being more in the first round exit team. I can't see him being no better than Jameis. They both are better than Marcus Mariota, but I don't see them being no better than Jameis. So yeah, I agree. We already know what he is. You you said it right. That magic is Doug Peterman, man. He makes a, a huge difference. Now that team is good, so that team might make the noise because they went to the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles, so they can and go. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff broke their way too. That was a, that was one of them teams that the luck of the draw. And Bortles actually had a good game in the first round of the playoffs. Like he like. You know that sorry player who come off the bench and drops forty five in the NBA one night. You're like, how he do it on us? Blake Brothers had one of those type of games in the playoffs. So like, oh Jeremy Lin, yeah, Jeremy, yeah, he was Jeremy Lin. So like, Nick Foles is consistently better, but I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll reach those heights at that time. So like, the best there be is a first round exit to me. But you said a name too that I agree in the same division. I think the Texans are a first round exit. Like, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? I really want to know because he's such a mixed bag. I think what you just said, he's a mixed bag. I don't think he's that hot. I think he's straight. What what I help prepare him is he need good coaching, and I don't think that's what they got. And that's why they're at this level. Right. You got they got a lot of talent on that team. That team is another team, ultra talent just spinning his wheel. And when you got a team that has that much talent and they really not doing nothing and going nowhere, you got to look at the coaching. Coaching, they're just spinning their wheels, and I think that's a problem. In order for him to go to the next level, because he has the talent, he needs the coaching. He's not going to get that with Bill O'Brien. I agree. I think that, I actually think that Jameis and Deshaun Watson are probably in the same class. Deshaun Watson may be a, 
a high performer in that class, but and James Winston may be middle of the pack in that class. But I think they're in the same class of quarterback. Like so I disagree with that. I think Deshaun Washington is better. I think one thing that's going to happen this year, you're going to see the emergence of James Winston because Bruce Arians is a Hall of Fame coach. And I think that's what you're about to see. And I think that's what that team needs. Because, again, another team a lot of time is spinning this wheel. They went and got a good coach. That's going to be the difference maker. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't no trash as Arizona Cardinals. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I think Deshaun Watson is better. And I think his ceiling is higher. But there's so much missing from his game. So it's hard to, it's hard to key into him. So, again, I'll go back and say two more teams in the same division who I feel like a, the best they'll get you is a first-round exit are the Vikings and the Bears and the Eagles. I put all three of them teams in that same boat. Even though before, we go to them, before we go to them team, we got to put the Browns in here somewhere. And I put the Browns below the Texans. All the hype all, with all they want to talk about. Browns go below the Texans to me. I disagree. Uh, how? I think Deshaun how? Watson is better than Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is a better coach. But I think they have more talent than Cleveland. But we don't even know what kind of coach they got. We don't know what Todd Kitchens is. They ain't even stick with Greg Williams. So I would say I this. Done. If he's average, I think average is better than Bill O'Brien. I agree with that, but I'm not going to sit and say they got better talent either. I think they got better talent. Yeah. They got better receivers. I don't know if they got better talent. They got better running backs. They got better line play. They drafted on defense. Well, I think they. I think they're a better team than Houston. Yeah, but we haven't seen it national. We already saw you can have a better team and go nowhere. So where would you want to put the Browns? Right here. I'm. I'm fine with putting them right here. They can easily. They're a team that can go to the Super Bowl or. Go four and twelve. Oh, Goddamn, it's the playoffs. They can go four and twelve. This shit can implode. Baker Mayfield can regress. Right. OBJ can goddamn take a stick of dynamite to the team. Freddie Kitchens can you, be a train wreck. You want to talk about a distraction? Brown still ain't caught up with OBJ yet. OBJ was a nuisance in New York now. So, okay. so let's not just gloss over because this nigga come bitching by the helmet because he want to go to training camp and if he OBJ have been a nuisance. He's ran nothing shy of a muck, sir. <laughs> so, to your point, completely agree. Let's go back and say this. It wouldn't surprise me if the Browns were 4-12 or if they went to the Super Bowl. Actually, if they went to the championship game, Super Bowl would surprise me. So, we'll split the difference and say, hey, first round exit is probably where they're pretty much going to land it. I, so, I can agree with you on that. But even though, I, and so now I just want to go to the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Bears. I think they're all in that same group. I think they all three of those teams are in this same group. I, I think, don't think the Eagles are in the... I, what um, do you think? I think the Eagles are the lowest of those three teams, actually. If I had to rank those three teams, I would say the Eagles are the worst out of those three, then the Bears, then the Vikings. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. He's made of glass. He's getting a lot of credit for what he did one year, and that's it. No, all the all those things are true. Right? I'm not I'm not saying that, but the Eagles still have Doug Peterman, and Doug Peterman showed me with le- with little talent or less talent he'll win. He showed me he and got so synergy with Nick Foles. That's what he showed me. No, no, not just that. It ain't just that was like his second year coaching. 
or his first year coaching. He told he showed me even last year that was one drop from Alshon Jeffries away from goddamn going to the Super Bowl again. And you know who the quarterback on that team? Uh, Nick yeah, well, Foles. That's my point. I think a lot of his synergy tie. I think he's a great coach who had synergy with Nick Foles. I don't think him and Wentz had that same synergy. My my whole point is he also has synergy with Carson Wentz. The kid is a goddamn he's Geppetto. So I don't see that same synergy. I don't think they had that, and that was the point I was saying in the quarterback stack comparison last year. I don't think they had the same ceiling with both of those quarterbacks. Can they be? They can be a great team, a good team with Wentz. They can win the Super Bowl with Foles. Listen, I don't know, but what I do know is two years in a row he's been a problem. So I'm not taking. And him two from years him. in a row, Foles has been his quarterback. When Wentz got hurt, and Wentz get out the way, him and Foles take that bitch and make it do what it do. That's all. You get stuck on that. I'm telling you with the with that coach, what that coach is, and the team has gotten better. So. With those factors, no, I don't have him with Chicago and with Minnesota. I think Minnesota goes here. I think Chicago goes here. I don't trust no goddamn Mitchell Trubisky or that goddamn coach. I also think the Browns go below this one. Well, I mean, they all in the same group. So, like, the Browns, so, like, and this, I think out of all these teams that we're talking about right now. We got to put the Colts here, too, I feel. Uh, well, and Dallas. I think Dallas goes here. Yeah, yeah. So Dallas and the Colts go here. So out of all those teams we're talking about, well, no, I say Dallas for the next one. Like they they can get out the first round. Like if they if they made it past the first round, it wouldn't shock me. It's winning. It's just winning. I think yeah, if Zeke if they bring Zeke back, Dallas ain't worried about none of this. I don't think Dallas be feeling. I think they do. I told you, I don't, they don't be filled with Nick Foles. They cream filled with Carson Wentz. I'm really not a Wentz fan. You, hold on. You trust Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott? I trust Dak Prescott more than I trust Carson Wentz. I don't. I think that Dak Prescott is so... Now, you talk about around that James Winston tier and all them. I think that's Dak Prescott. I don't trust Dak Prescott. I, I agree with that. And I think Carson Wentz is in that tier, but at the bottom of that tier. I have a very low opinion of Carson Wentz. Yeah, it sounds like it, but he's not that low, down. I don't convince me otherwise. Who's been the he better was, quarterback for the Eagles? Who's been the better quarterback? Nah, Him and Nick Foles. Nah, he was just in the MVP run. If he didn't get hurt, he would have been MVP that year. He had a good year, and they lost and went to the Super Bowl without him. So, to your point about okay. true fun, how much do you need him? I understand that. I'm telling you about him and what he was doing with Doug Peterman. Last year he got hurt. They were he was four and eight when he got hurt. Huh? They were four and eight when he got hurt. Hold on, but we also know when you come back from injury how that shit look. That, that next year you ain't never. He got hurt again. He got a worse injury than that that year. Like so, like he, he's is he Andrew Luck and made a glass possibly. Is, so like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see it with Carson Wentz. I see he had one good year. He took the lead by storm. Peterman magic, and then what year? What year did Dak Prescott take the lead by storm? He haven't taken the lead by storm. Dak Prescott has been a consistent. And what year have you ever trusted in Jason Garrett? Never. Dak Prescott has been a B minus C plus consistently. So he gonna make gonna a seventy five. He may get an eighty three sometime, but he gonna get a seventy five minimum. That's why I think of that. I think without a doubt. And then even if like I don't, I I don't trust Dallas so much that even if they win a division, because the division is trash, 
I don't see them doing anything in the playoffs. Okay. I, I, so it won't I, kill me to put Dallas in. No, I put Dallas in. Where you put now? Where you put Seattle? I, I got a high. So the complete opposite. I got a very high opinion of Russell Wilson. I mean, you said the Colts. Let's go back to the Colts real quick before we start talking about no. I think Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck overrated. Yeah. They deserve to be in this group. Andrew Luck had one. He had two really good years, and the other years he's been average to either to hurt. So like, if he's there, so I mean, I think what the Colts did, they drafted well, but essentially they're putting all their coins into this Andrew Luck ain't really done shit basket. I think it's gonna hurt them. I think that again, just like you said about Dallas and that Andrew Luck for different reasons, he's on this level for different reasons. But I mean. They may win the division, but I wouldn't see them getting. I don't see them getting out the first round. Yeah, unless they play somebody, take somebody. Yeah, unless they catch exactly, unless they catch one of their division mates, they don't get out the first round. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that's the problem with them. Um, we had a podcast the other day about is it time to draft Matt Ryan replacement? I said no. Some y'all said yes. I can tell you who it's time to draft. They're replacing right now, and that's Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck because. They just, they paper mache flimsy. But the thing to kill the Eagles, and go back to your point, they just gave Carson Wentz $100 million guaranteed. Like, and I don't, and I was telling you, I don't understand that. And it go back to, if I'm owning the Eagles, why am I paying somebody when I just let the person who won the Super Bowl walk out the door? All right, well, get Nick Foles out your mind. But I'm just saying, that's just just base common sense. They're base bidding. We uh, we ain't Eagles fans, even though my wife is. So let's just yeah, counter that. that. Fuck them. That's their problem. I'm glad. But what I will say is, as long as they have Doug Peterman, they have a shot. And as that long as they have, and as long as they have Carson Wentz, they don't have a shot. They have a shot to get to the playoffs and lose. With or without Carson Wentz, you just made the point. Without Carson Wentz, the motherfucker go to the Super Bowl. With Carson Wentz, they don't. <laughs> He's the no, he's the, the captain. No, win. Even last year he was hurt, and then he went out, and then they almost went to Super Bowl again. If the wide receiver because of Nick Foles, they were four and seven with Carson Wentz. Nick Foles came one five straight and took that shit all the way. Or something. Hey, y'all talk about an MVP with Matt Ryan. Who do y'all who do y'all get a credit to? They get a credit to Julio. Oh, you, I no, get no, a credit no. to Kyle Shanahan. Okay, that's what I'm telling you. When it when it comes to this, this is the Peterman. Right, this is clear-cut Doug Peterman. We have more than a sample size of Nick Foles. I know what he is to be right here talking about Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Nick Foles. That's what I'm telling you. Nick Foles ain't in the 10th year hit his prime. That ain't what happened. He could be a late bloomer. Like, you don't treat them folk in Jacksonville like that money. That's for sure. But Nick Foles ain't nothing to be. This is the Doug Peterman show, buddy. It don't matter who you feature. I think it does. But that's enough, like you said, on this. We said Dak. We didn't talk about Minnesota and Chicago enough in this group. Because I think I agree with you. They both are clearly in this group. Well, you said Trubisky. Let's talk about Minnesota. Why is Minnesota not ahead in this group? Why aren't they in the next group? Up? And Mike Zimmerman. And uh, they have some good stuff. They probably got one of the best. I mean, we're going to have to say Cleveland and Atlanta. And Atlanta and, but you got to talk about wide receiving core in the passing league. They got the, one of the best. Oh, Diggs uh, and Thielen. What you say? Diggs and Thielen. Boy, them boys get to it, bro. 
Uh, and then they have your Rudolph. You know, depending on how they run game, or their run game is pretty decent. Their defense is outstanding. It's just them putting it together. So, again, when you have this kind of glare, it's something going on. And in these kind of cases, a lot of nine times out of ten is coaching. You can't have that kind of offense, which putting on those kind of numbers, and then have that kind of defense, which is top ten, probably top five, top three defense. And y'all not make no goddamn noise. And it don't work like that. So, let's go on and go to the next group who is like, I wouldn't bet that. We ain't spend no time on. I just said Mitchell Trubisky. I think Chicago have have what it have what it had, but second year quarterback, second year coach, still putting together no real wide receivers. You um, said the reason, Mitchell Trubisky. Like we can move on. Like he's not gonna get it done. Like they have to. You said this about Andy Dawson a long time ago. Some of these motherfuckers they win in spite of. They win in spite of Mitchell Trubisky. Right. So, like, that's how we got to say about him. Like, as much as you like, don't do it, don't like that, they don't win because of that, and they don't win in spite of that. Dak is just dumb. He don't take anything off the table. He don't bring anything to the table. I agree. Well, basically take stuff off the table. I agree. Now we can go ahead and put the Steelers. You ready for the Steelers to go in here? You think they're going here in the next till? Actually, let's start a new till. A new group. These are teams who I wouldn't bet they would go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, but if they made it past the first round, it wouldn't surprise me. So the Steelers go in this group. Panthers go in this group. Panthers go in this group. The Ravens go in this group. The Rams go in this group. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, the Rams is reigning National League champions. I wouldn't just be willing to with that, sir. I think they go in the next group. Sir. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about the teams who we could agree: the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Of those, Carolina at the bottom. I don't have a lot of faith in Carolina, and Carolina to me could have won the group behind this one. Uh, as usual, they've gotten Cam no help. And Cam being Cam, he doesn't do a whole lot. You want to talk about another overhyped player to me is Cam Newton once again. Now, granted, they don't got him any kind of help, and he has the play calling of an idiot, which is why they brought in Noah Turner, one of the worst coaches in the league in Riverboat Run, who was going to get his ass fired if it weren't for that Super Bowl. And then they went right back to his regular, to your regular scheduled program. The defense have fell off a lot, quiet as kept, because ain't no more Thomas Davis being Thomas Davis. And Luke Keegley and Luke Cleveland, they have no Josh Norman. Like, that defense ain't what it used to be. Yeah, Thomas Davis played for the Chargers. So, I want to stick on We're in the division with Carolina, so we kind of see them a little more than we see other teams. I think that Cam personality has betrayed him in this. Like, it's almost that shut up, boy, know your place type role because it's criminal the lack of help they've gotten him. And he, I think he should have spoke out on it. I think he had enough pull to be in front of a camera and say, hey, I need some help and, like, put the pressure on management and ownership. But he just, he just taken his stride. And, like, it's, this, this hurts his legacy. Because, like you said, everybody's looking at Cam as less. Cam and Russell Wilson, they're the only two players on this, on, in the league who, Carry their teams. And I mean, they're clearly the best player on their team with no other talent, and they drag them to whatever they drag them to. And I think now, that team is a race how those teams are put together. I mean, it's so many court wide receivers coming back, and this almost debunks some of your theory on wide receivers in the position. 
Because the glaring hole that they have at wide receiver shows you that they're necessary to have. It's a necessary commodity. Well, I mean, he wins so besides them. But part of the problem isn't wide just wide receiver. It's the play call. You just said the play calling. They they try to get the ball to this Christian McCaffrey a million times a game for two yards of play. Like they just I'm not saying I'm saying wide receivers need it. Are they needed to the level that Julio and Antonio Browns are dictating terms and getting paid? No. That's all I say. And I think that again, Cam can prove my point and disprove my point all in one. He wins without any receivers, but can he win the Super Bowl without a receiver? So I mean he proved both of our points. So I mean I don't know. I just I agree with you that in this group. I don't I don't aside of him bitching about getting help, I don't know what they he can do to change his legacy or their status. They need a new coach and they need to get him some help. They need a beef for that line and he needs skilled players, man. I, I think, think it's I think it's I think it's a I think honestly he needs a change of scenery. Like I don't know who would trade for Cam right now. Like I don't even know if he's tradable, but he needs a change of scenery. I agree. You need to get the hell out of Carolina. They're not helping at all. All right, so you were saying Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Which one would you take out of those two? I'll tell you. So the thing about Baltimore, I would have took them. But the thing that they done, they lost a lot of players this offseason. Nobody seemed to say that. They lost a lot of players, and it was on their defensive side of the ball, which is what they're going to need. And uh, Harbaugh is doing like most white-haired coaches when they have a black dual threat quarterback. They have, like they have no idea how to coach the kid. And it's so stupid to me. They try to make him a running back slash, receive slash, slash, slash. And it's stupid. And you can even see it in the last playoff game. They would not let that kid throw. And they, everybody was on to what they were doing. They were stacking nine, ten motherfuckers in the box. And they were still trying to run that fucking option play. Or that RPO shit. That shit never worked. And it was a disgrace at some point. So, if they don't have a scheme on how they're going to coach this kid up, Baltimore won't get there either. And I wouldn't be surprised if Mar Jackson don't get hurt. But if they do him like Jay Gruden did RG3 and bang him up with all that damn running and call running plays, that should be a disgrace. So I go Baltimore, then I go Pittsburgh. We already put Aaron Rodgers somewhere, didn't we? No. Well, Green Bay got to go in here as well. You don't think Aaron Rodgers can wield him to a Super Bowl on his own? No, hell no. You said, hell. so listen, the, the thing about Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers is that, and Mike Tomlin to a degree is that they're all trending down. Like, yeah, we talked about this. They're the same cloth. We, huh? They all cut from the same cloth. Yeah, and we talked about this with the Matt Ryan, and I know this is going to sound very homerish to us. They're trending down. Meanwhile, Matt Ryan has been consistently their B+. Plus. It, yeah, it was time when Aaron Rodgers and Bill Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin were eight. But recently, they've been C's and D's on and just living off of their names. So, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think that both of them fall in this group. I don't think neither. I don't think either one of them get that old time feeling back. I think that Ben Roethlisberger, they're gonna go nine and seven, ten and six, or eight and eight again, and they're just gonna keep riding with him till he retire. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. They're gonna, they're gonna. These are quarterbacks who. You know, have their teams by hostage, a la Eli, because of what they've done. And their teams really aren't real threats. Like, they'll, you can put them in the playoffs and not put them in pen in playoffs, but you can pretty much be like, hey, they're going to the playoffs, but they ain't going to do nothing once they get, though. 
Now you talk about should have got a backup quarterback. Why Pittsburgh having drafted a quarterback is beyond me. They should have that motherfucker been claiming retirement for what the last three four years, <laughs> and they, they signed him to an extension. So I have no idea why they haven't got a replacement for Ben Roethlisberger, at least in the wings for when he does retire. I have no idea. It's foolish to me. But that's where Aaron Rodgers go. Him, they're they're a mirror of each other in different ways. Yeah. Green Bay and uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So that that'd be the end of that too for me. Yeah. I agree with that. So like now, there's new tiers teams who really have these are now we're starting to get into the teams who have a shot, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the Rams are the worst team in this group. I still don't think the Rams are the worst team in this group. You think very low level team that just went to the playoffs, I mean to the Super Bowl and lost nothing. I, I don't understand. They lost a lot. They lost in Dumb I mean, they lost in Duncan Sue. They lost the cornerback. Was- they went all in on that last year. They signed what? They signed what over sixty million dollars worth of free agents last year who basically left on one year deals and they're gone. Yeah, no, who all left? So first off, Stu wasn't no big ass hole now. I mean, he just was what he was. He was a he was a player who helped or whatever. So like, again, did they lose Aaron Donald? No, Jared Goff is kind of eh. Ty Gurley. Who knows what he is with him? Sean McVay. I think the fools go. Let me ask you this: Can we put the Seattle Seahawks somewhere? No, they well they here. They go right here, buddy. Yeah, Russell Wilson good enough. They live off the greatness of Russell Wilson. Who's better than the other two? The difference between why they aren't in the previous group is because Russell Wilson is better than Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger right now. But those teams are all are kind of all in that same makeup. Bill, right. he's just better than. We'll see how this last this receiver works. With how they got him, there is no more Legend of Boom. They do have the best middle linebacker in the league, arguably. I know we'll say DeAndre, but Bobby Wagner is no hope. They've lost a lot <laughs> as far as defensively. They lost their best wide receiver this year in Doug Baldwin. I mean, he didn't have much last year. Now he has even less. And I didn't like his play calling in the playoffs, to be honest with you. That was the worst play calling I've ever seen. Uh, so, and that was that's what it cost him against the Cowboys. So, this is where I put Seattle right here. I can agree with that. So, let me come back and say, I think this is Chargers territory. This is Chargers territory, without a doubt. No, I was talking about you kept on talking about the Rams. This ain't the Rams territory at all. This is exactly where the Chargers go. Is this where the Falcons go? This is exactly where the Falcons go. We're yeah. going to park the car right here. Let's park the car on the Chargers and the Falcons. Because those are two teams that's almost mirroring each other. They have their faults. And their faults are deadly. Uh, I think the biggest faults with the Chargers... It's the guy I like the most, and that's Phillip Rivers. You know they're not about to sign Melvin Gordon back, but, again, who gives a shit about Melvin Gordon? He's hardly there any goddamn way. So it's, the, the problem is when you talk about these teams and their flaws, the problem is, especially with the Chargers, there's only been one constant in all of this shit. Oh, Phillip. yeah, it's, it's only Phillip Rivers. And he's too good to be... He's too good to to get rid of, but he's not good enough the way you can keep keep holding on to him. Like he's in a very they're in a very precarious place with him, and I don't. I mean, what do you do with a player like that? Round him out to his retirement, and you never win a Super Bowl. So it'll be fifteen years 
arguably 20 years because when you draft the next guy, he need time to come in to be like where you can really say you win the Super Bowl. Wow. That's literally what they're doing. They're riding him to his retirement. Yeah. Let me so, ask you this. What is he? Is it, time to draft, is, is it time to draft his replacement? Yes. Again, everyone keeps talking about Matt Ryan replacement. Matt Ryan got more years. Got, still got years left. Ben Roethlisberger, they should have did like the Giants just did. They drafted Eli replacement. Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers and Phila Rivers, it's time to draft their replacements. Hell, even Andy Dalton. It's time to draft their replacements. And let them boys sit and get some time in and then go ahead and get it in. Yeah. But this is what a tragedy and the, lo- and the loss of Derwin James is huge. That's bigger than what you think. Very big. That kid was big time. Fair bit. He probably is their best player on that team right now. I know that's kind of premature because he was a record last year. Nah, he might be. It's either him or uh, Phil Rivers or Keenan Allen, but Keenan Allen don't stay healthy. So, that's not far-fetched at all. That team from top to bottom is good. The coach is, is good. good. I should say the coach is decent. Like, he turned that team around after they started back. And they, they started back and they lost a couple of close games. So, I actually agree with you on the charges and what they could be. But... I think just because of Philip Rivers, like he just, he just need. I mean, he just, he just ain't got it. He always the bridegroom, never the bride. I mean, bridesmaid, never the bride. Without a doubt, so I agree. And then let's go ahead and put the next team in there, them, them, them birds. I think the Falcons only have one problem. They have two. Their biggest problem is coaching. That is the problem, and because of the coaching, you're going to have Matt Ryan playing. However, Matt Ryan plays. I think Dan Quinn is a major problem. He's so much of a problem they had to go back and get three of the co- of the coaches that's been on the roster before to succumb for it. They just fired all the coaching staff and stuff for him. And on top of that, I don't like his defense. I don't like the way he maneuvers his roster, and I don't like his game plan and the way that he uh, managed the game. Which is why they got a guy who manages the game for him. So think about that. You went and got another, your offense, the head coach who was your offense coordinator, you got him back to run your offense. Y'all, y'all know he ain't shit so much as far as timeouts and games management. You hire somebody to do that for him. All he really is at this point is a glorified defensive coordinator. So I'm going to let you. So everybody who listened to this know I say my thoughts about the Falcons, five Falcons record prediction with double R. So I'm, a, I'm not going to say that much, but all your points are valid. All your points are valid. Let me come back and ask you this. My biggest fear for the Falcons is that they wind up being San Diego Chargers. Basically, Ryan Rat Ryan with no chance of winning anything. When do you start? When do you? When does that become your fear as well? It's not my fear. My fear is that they ride these bad coaches until we lose out on Matt Ryan and Julio Jones era. That's my biggest fear. We have weeks of time. The Falcons should have two rings by now. But because of mistakes from Thomas Dimitrov or blunders by coaching, we have none. I mean, this shit is ridiculous at this point. The Falcons are even more skilled than that 13-3 team that Mike Smith had. Like, the coaching is what fucks them every time. Now, we don't have an alpha quarterback who, man, fuck this, I'll take this shit over. We don't have that. And that's a big problem because we have coaches that'll fuck it up. And we need him to do that. But as long as we don't have that, I feel we're going to miss out on our window and our time because we've got a whole bunch of yes men because that's what these fuckers drive. We should have fired Thomas Dimitrov. And he's still in the fucking building, man. 
That crane should have been fired twice. He's still in the building. How do you fire? So again, how do you fire a coach and don't fire the general manager and the head coach? Those usually go hand to hand. Then on top of that, how do you fire all the defense, all the assistant coaches and don't fire the head coach? Like nothing they do makes sense. It shows you the front office is a problem, and we don't address it. So all you're gonna do is waste the time that you have on your team. The AJC had an article where they were talking to Rich May, Rich McKay about contracts today. I'm like, what the fuck is Dimitrov doing? Like, whatever somebody can't do, they'll bring somebody who can do it, but it's their job. It's like if you have a job as a as a merchandise handler. Your job is to stack, is to unpack the boxes and stack them on the shelf. They hire a guy to get the boxes off the truck. Then they hire another guy to unpack the boxes for you. Then you put them on the shelf. Then they hire a guy to take down all the trash. Oh, that's your job. Why do they have five people doing the job of one person? Because the inadequacies of one person. You don't hire five more people. You fire the one fuck who don't do his job. And that's what they have a problem with. And that's why so much blunders and so much bullshit. Because they keep doing that. So that's why we're in this team right here and not talking about the Falcons being one of the team going to the Super Bowl. Because they got the talent that should be going to the Super Bowl. In this right here, this 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 tier we're in, all these teams have the talent and really should be Super Bowl contenders. But there are glaring holes or things that prohibits them from being there. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if they go to the Super Bowl. Between the two, who would you be... Who would surprise you more going to the Super Bowl, the Falcons or the Chargers? The Falcons. They would surprise you more if they made it to the Super Bowl? Hell yeah. Over the Chargers? The Chargers would surprise me more if they made it to the Super Bowl. One, the NFC is way more stacked than the AFC, man. The AFC only got two fucking teams in there. I think our division is stacked. I don't think the NFC is as stacked as you make it seem. And you, we were just having this whole discussion about Philly and them. The Rams and the fucking Seahawks. Like, the Falcons can go to any one of them motherfuckers and lose. Yeah, but they can go to any one of them motherfuckers. Again, I'm not the biggest Rams fan. So, like, I think the I think the Saints sort of cats me out this year as far as in my mind. And I think the, I think the Falcons. Huh? You said it all the time about the Saints. You might I mean, be an undercover Saints man. I'm definitely not a Saints fan. I'm definitely a Falcons fan. It's just when you look on paper, like who would have seen the Rams last year? I don't see the Rams this year. I see Seattle because, again, Seattle because of Russell Wilson greatness. Again, nobody in the NFC Central, nobody in the NFC East. I mean, now you're just sitting there looking at the NFC South. Me, the Falcons would be the most impressive to me over the Chargers. Chargers almost went down. Last year, but the team that won Super Bowl beat the hell out of them. Chargers gave Kansas City a game during the season. Like it's only the AFC weak as fuck. I don't think I think AFC stronger than the NFC. Oh well, that's another podcast for another discussion. I mean, it's real simple. I think you got the Chiefs who are outstanding. I think you got the Patriots who are pedigree. Who, however they get there, they get there. I think you got the Chargers who's a scrappy team. No, no, that's that's it in the AFC. No, I'll put that's the Chargers up there. Like, are they favorites? No, but are they are they a hell team that you can beat most teams? Yeah. Okay. So uh, are the Falcons the number three team in the in the NFC? No, nah, they number. I, I don't want to say what I think they'll be. I want to say that for my podcast. Okay. Double so line. with that being said, that's why I say the Chargers. Okay. Now that leads us to 
the next tier teams. These are the favorites. I have the Rams. I would not put the Rams as a favorite, but go ahead. I'm not going to sit here and say, I have the Rams. I think the Rams take a major step back this year. I think that a lot of stuff, one, they played a last-place schedule last year. Now they're going to play a first-place schedule. Jared Goff sucks. Todd Gurley may not be the same Todd Gurley. I think the, the pumpkin is... The pumpkins has the clock has struck twelve on Sean McVay. I think all that head he was getting, he gonna come back down to earth. I think they'll be an eight and eight team. All those are valid points. I don't see them as being eight and eight. I have them going. They are favorites to me. Only behind the Saints, who probably lead in the NFC. Um, I think it's the Saints in the in the Rams race. I think the Saints. I think the Saints can go again. But they, but the Saints, the, the cut of their chip is getting real old, though. I will tell you that. <laughs> Saints ain't just no cats for y'all now. Oh, definitely yeah, not. They, I mean, they older now, right? So, like, in this group, in this right. favorites tier, like, they're older. Every year with Drew Brees and Sean Payton, there's a year with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. That puts miles on them. They're saying, again, I, they have nothing else besides Michael Thomas at wide receiver. Nah, they got Alvin Kamara. They got Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. No, no, no. I'm talking about another receiver. I ain't talking about. I'm not talking about a skilled player. I'm saying they got a running back and receiver. But then you got you lost Ingram, who I don't think is just some some meatloaf in their system, and got Latavius Murray. I think that's a step back. I can see that. Their defense is okay. It's not no top notch. So, nah, I don't think they all that hot either. Now. Case in point, I think the Falcons can beat both of them motherfuckers, honestly. But I think I, I have them over. But the Saints ain't all that. They're not intimidating to me, if you're asking me. I can see that. But I do have a favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think that, and this is where we go to the kind of that intimidator group, right? And we're talking, you know, I think the Chiefs are intimidating as fuck. And I think the Patriots are intimidating for a different reason. I think the Patriots are intimidating because of Bill fucking Belichick. And I think the Chiefs are intimidating because of the speed they have on the field. They're interesting. One team's intimidating because of the coach. The other team handicapped is the coach. If you ask me, I feel like the only thing that's going to stop Kansas City from going to the Super Bowl is Andy Reid. So I think you're absolutely right. That's the only reason why Kansas City is not number one is motherfuckers because of Andy fucking Reid. They're intimidating not just because of speed on the field. They are loaded, sir. And they can throw it, sling it anywhere. And they have one of the best players in the goddamn gang in Patrick Mahomes. You haven't seen no kid like this. And I'm with Dan Marino, seeing Payne Manning. You've seen Michael Vick. You've seen all type of shit. You have not seen this kid. And if he can follow this over act two, this is something different. So the only reason why I don't choose them, number one, is because, and I don't like the Patriots. And it's always like they don't have shit. But as long as they got number 12 and he ain't shit, I mean, he old man. And Bill Belichick is still amazing. They still shut them folks down. They came up with a scheme to shut down all, all the motherfuckers team you thought would have had a shot. San Diego came in the league last year in playoffs and were looking like they were going to raise hell. They beat the hell out of Baltimore and looked intimidated. And then went up there to Foxborough and got their ass whooped. Then them folks said, you got to go to Kansas City. You know where that's going to be. Kansas City don't lose at home. Man, them folks took that show on the road. So it's interesting to see what happened, but this shit is just one and two coming out of the goddamn AFC. 
And it's going to be a pleasure to see. But if you're on my money, and because I hate the Pats, I'm going to pick Kansas City. <laughs> I got Kansas City, too. So, this has been DigitalDaring.com. I'm not going to say my NLC team because I still got to think about that. But I definitely, right now, in my mind. I got the Falcons. I say mine. I got the Falcons. It's AFC right now. To me, it's Kansas City and everybody else. Honestly. To me, because we got the defense for their ass. We playing on our cylinders, and our offense will kick their ass. I, I will say this. this using your hypo- I will say this. Using your hypothetical situation, I like the Falcons in that group. And this is where Dion Jones is so valuable. He can match up with what they do. Like, he can stay on the field while they do what they do. He can. I like it. I like what the Falcons got in this motherfucker. And if you take it, people don't want to talk that shit about Matt Ryan healthy. Matt Ryan got what you want. We can get in the gunfight with the weapon we got. Yeah, you got Ty Hill and you got Kelsey, but we got Julio. We got Devontae uh, Freeman. We got Kevin Ridley. We got Austin Hooper. We got Muhammad Sanu. Y'all ain't got shit for us. Y'all ain't got no answer for the Falcons. Yep. If that line start getting that shit together by mid-season, well, everybody can kiss my ass. Falcons gonna get going to raise hell. So your Super Bowl prediction right now, the Falcons versus the Chiefs. Yep, that's my Super Bowl. All right, this has been com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.